Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today we're going to talk about purpose. I just got back recently from the sole purpose retreat that I hosted this past weekend and it was such a beautiful, magical weekend in so many ways. I really just don't even have words for it. But there was just so much really, really powerful insight that came through. And I really wanted to record a podcast recapping some kind of key themes that were coming up, things that stood out to me in particular. And I'll also just see, you know, what the guides say as we're going. Already called them in. I want to jump in with a quick reminder. We are hosting a spiritual fitness week in the channel collective april 24th through the 28th so if you are a member jump in on this if you're not already a member it's a great week to check out the free trial so we have a free seven-day trial of my monthly membership the channel collective the reason i created this membership was so that you would have your daily spiritual practice mapped out for you. People ask me how I open up my gifts, how I have such a deep relationship with my guides. It's all about consistency, showing up every single day. It doesn't have to take a lot of time, but it's about making it a lifestyle the same way if you want your body to be healthy. You make eating well and moving your body a lifestyle the same way you go to the gym maybe or you show up to group classes or whatever it is you like to do with your movement to stay on top of exercise. It's a similar thing with your spiritual practice to make sure that you're really getting results. It's all about consistency. So every week we always make a spiritual fitness schedule. We are emphasizing the spiritual fitness week this time around. We're picking content that is specifically around helping you to reconnect with your practice, to rest, to slow down, and to deepen that connection with yourself. So there are going to be daily pieces of content to tap into so you can do your daily frequency work, journal prompts to help you focus inward and gain clarity, and then of course accountability inside the community forum to connect with other people who are on a similar journey. I'm also going to be hosting a divine masculine, divine feminine masterclass during that week. So you can join live. We're going to dive into anchoring in our divine masculine and our divine feminine. We all have both of those energies. How to really live in our divine masculine and divine feminine energy for manifestation, for relationships. This is really foundational for truly everything I teach, understanding masculine and feminine energy because it's within all of us, within everything. So I'm excited to dive deep and help you see how you can apply this to your life to manifest with so much more ease. So if you want to sign up for the Spiritual Fitness Week, it's going to be April 24th through the 28th. Extra accountability. It's going to be super simple. We will map it all out for you. Just go to the link in the show notes. That's where you can opt in and that's where you will get delivered everything via email that you need to know. So whether or not you're already in the Channel Collective membership, just opt in. It's totally free. Opt in through the link below. And whether or not you're already a member, we will direct you via email toward uh, your next step. So all you have to do is opt in and you will get all the info you need to join in on Spiritual Fitness Week. And I can't wait to see you there. So I thought I would just kind of riff on this topic, soul purpose and soul mission. As I have shared many times before, this is going to be so relevant for us now in this incarnation, really more than ever before. I feel like the type of mission we have coming onto the planet in this incarnation is is much more specific than 
previous generations for a number of reasons we are really shifting the consciousness of the planet it's a really interesting time to be alive and I just noticed for myself as I read the Akashic records for different clients and I tune into their field it's really fascinating for me to see different patterns in terms of the type of mission that certain people have and I'm noticing this with with age big time and kind of tuning into even just like like my grandparents compared to you know kids coming in now it's just a very different type of mission it's a lot more specific and why that matters is because a lot of people right now are becoming intensely aware of where they're feeling unfulfilled and a lot of people judge themselves for where they're feeling unfulfilled and that's a big thing that I want to bring up when it comes to soul purpose and mission so I think we all know I am obsessed with optimizing routines for productivity efficiency I think we all want to get more time back in our day and I have been talking a lot about shifting my morning and sleep and all that fun stuff. But the thing is to have a really productive morning, it really does start the evening before. So I've been really looking at my evening routines. And the biggest mistake I was making was just not having enough of a ritual before I went to sleep to really set myself up for getting to bed early, getting enough rest, and then waking up feeling fully rested and energized. About 70 million Americans have chronic sleep issues and 50% of Americans deal with sleep deprivation. I am sure if you're here, You've experienced some of that too. Shout out to your spirit guides for waking you up at 3 a.m. My favorite new product to help with this is Ned's new Shut Eye Chai. It's a mellow super blend latte for sleep that combines adaptogens, aminos, functional mushrooms, and magnesium. The best ingredient out there. We all know I'm obsessed with magnesium. Wrapped in a heavenly masala chai inspired spiced body. Think cinnamon, clove, ginger, all that good stuff. Not only does it set you up for amazing sleep, but ingredients like chaga, reishi, and ashwagandha are so deeply nourishing to the body. So you're getting a ton of additional benefits. All of the ingredients are so amazing for grounding, and I'm a big believer in grounding before you sleep so you can just bring all of your energy back into your body and actually get a good night's rest. Shuddai Chai is crafted from the highest grade single origin ingredients, ethically sourced from some of the world's best small scale farms. And it's so amazing at helping to calm the nervous system, nourish your senses, and just send you peacefully off to dreamland. Shadai Chai does not contain CBD, caffeine, melatonin, or dairy. So don't worry, it won't stimulate you before sleep. So each evening I have been shutting things down a little bit earlier, making my Shadai Chai. I do two scoops, hot water, and then I top it off with some almond milk usually or coconut milk. Raw milk is really great too if you're into that. I froth it up. It's as simple as that to make. And then I like to sit down. I have a little, a specific area in my house. I like to sit down and just really set intentions and infuse the drink with my intentions before sleep. It's a great time to express gratitude. I like to put in there any questions I have to get answered while I'm sleeping through my dreams. And I like to just take those few minutes while I'm sipping the Shaddai Chai. It's been infused with my intention. It's charged and I'm just connecting with my soul and getting any messages I might need from the day. This has totally changed my sleep. I feel like I'm getting such better sleep and I don't even need as much as I used to before. Like I was just feeling like I needed like 10 to 12 hours of sleep for a really long time. And since just really optimizing my before bed routine, I've scaled that back to like eight. And getting better sleep means I can show up more fully for all of you. I can record more content, work on all my books, channel really cool stuff. And it just totally changed my 
creativity levels and I just feel so much more inspired. You do not want to miss out on Shut Eye Chai. It is so good. You can discover how Shut Eye Chai can revolutionize your sleep and get 15% off with the code Christina. Just go to helloned.com slash Christina or enter code Christina at checkout. That's helloned.com, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A to get 15% off. Sweet dreams. If you're listening to this podcast, you are probably the kind of person who really has this innate craving to fulfill the mission, whatever that means. You might not even know what that means, which is totally normal, but it's this inner desire. Like I have had this since I was a kid, like forever, my whole life, just like I came here to do something important and nothing's going to stop me. I came here to help people. I came here to help the planet and I didn't even know what that looked like, what that was going to be like, but it was just this inner craving, this inner drive. And if I'm in a situation and I don't feel fully fulfilled or satisfied, it's very painful to be in that situation. And where this comes up with contracts, I was actually just talking to a client about this yesterday, is, you know, we have a lot of choices and we have a lot of timelines, we have infinite timelines, but it just feels like You know, when there's a really important contract for us to fulfill, we will keep getting shuttled in that direction, you know, so you can make a different choice, but then there's going to be something else that pops up to kind of shift you in this direction. So let's say there's a a person, let's say there's a specific person that you are really meant to connect with for whatever reason, and that's just the contract and it's going to happen and you keep missing, missing, by missing I mean you're making choices where you don't align with the opportunity to meet them. You know, maybe you've been at the same event multiple times or in the same area, you're at the same coffee shop and you guys just keep missing each other because you make the choice to turn left instead of turn right, that kind of thing. It's not intentional. The universe will keep shuttling you toward different opportunities to connect with that person until it finally hits if if it is that vital for you to connect with that person. And when it comes to mission, The same way I think about, you know, there are certain people, very specific people that we could have a contract to connect with. Mission is getting a lot more specific this time around than than ever before in terms of, yes, like we have choices, but the most probable and like like where we're going to get shuttled to in terms of how the, the mission manifests is a lot more specific for people, which is why a lot of people are finding that they're in all these different situations that on the outside, they should be happy. You know, people think, well, I have everything I've ever wanted. I have a great relationship. I have great friends. I I love my, my house. I really enjoy my career. And they're still feeling like something is missing. That piece of us that feels like something is missing, that is a really powerful indicator. <laughs> and that's this built-in guidance system that is meant to help redirect us. It's meant to help push us to keep, I don't even really like to use the word searching, but it is, I guess, like searching. Like I got to keep moving because it's not feeling quite right. You know, I describe it as this feeling of maybe I don't know what feels quite right, but I know where I'm at isn't it? (laughs) And so you might not know what that's going to look like, but you know where you're at, like something is just off. And 
you have to pay attention to that feeling. I have had that feeling so many times in my life. And every time I feel that way, I have people around me tell me that I'm being dramatic and that everything's great and I'm just looking for problems. And look, that is a really common pattern. A lot of people look for problems, create problems. That is a very real thing. You see it all the time. Definitely lived it. Uh, but there is a difference between creating a problem and like self-sabotaging and not letting yourself be happy and being addicted to the struggle, being addicted to that feeling of like it's not enough or the grass is always greener, not being in gratitude, not accepting, being in resistance, all of that. That's a real thing. But there's a difference between that and your soul really pushing you to keep your eyes and ears open and maybe explore new things as well. And that comes down to you just knowing what is your soul? you know, if it keeps popping up. And typically the person who is the kind of person who's very self-aware and they're like, you know, maybe I am just overthinking it. I'm creating problems and they have that level of self-awareness and they're trying to like, they're aware of the pattern and they're trying to break it. They still have that gnawing feeling within them. That's telling us something's got to shift. Sometimes it's a whole new puzzle. Sometimes it's just, we have to turn the puzzle piece and it was really close. So pay attention to that little feeling within you when it comes to fulfilling your mission. <laughs> I want to say that fulfilling your mission, living your purpose. And I, I feel those are two different things. I view those as two different things that are connected. Um, I mean, just by having the human experience, we're living our purpose, you know, a hundred percent. But like, what did I really come here to do? Pay attention to where your intuition is telling you there's something else to look at because we are all being aggressively guided to really get on track with the mission and that's a huge thing for this year a seven year a year of spiritual awakening a year of remembering you know and that's the thing as as I'm doing a lot of mission and purpose activations the language is very specific that comes through it's very much helping us remember remembering that we're multidimensional and remembering that you have access to your own Akashic records, record of your soul. You have access to all of the other versions of, of yourself that are existing in other timelines and other realities. You have access to this information and it's not, I have to figure it out. It's, I just get to remember, which is why meditation is so helpful. You know, you could just remember things that you never, you never knew you forgot. And that's what it is. The same way in life. Do you ever have a memory come up it just pops up. Maybe you're talking about something with a friend and it triggers this memory within you. You're like, I totally forgot that happened. Maybe it was when you were younger. Maybe it was last year. It doesn't really matter. But you just like forgot it happened. And then you have the memory and you're like, oh, it did happen. Same energy, same feeling when you are remembering the soul contract. When you are remembering, oh, whoa, that's what I came here to do. Oh, whoa, this is what I'm what I'm really craving and desiring, right? So that soul desire is going to guide us to what our mission is. And the first step, I would say, is to stop judging yourself and your feelings. And that's a big thing that keeps people out of alignment with their soul mission is they're judging their feelings. They are judging themselves if they're not fully satisfied or fulfilled in their current situation. It's a really, really common thing I see. They are judging themselves um, because people in their life are 
projecting things onto them <laughs> uh, and, and telling them they should feel a certain way. So really releasing that judgment around your emotions is going to be like the first key step because your emotions are giving you really important information. They're indicating something to you deep within. So we have to start to pay attention to that. So that's the first thing is really listening to your emotions and listening to this feeling of craving, listening to, am I really satisfied and feeling fulfilled? Because no one else can tell you what's going to make you feel fulfilled. And it's really helpful to start to think about what are the little things that I can do every day that that make me feel fulfilled personally, right? Those could be things you're doing for yourself. Those could be things that you are doing creatively. They could be things that you do with your family or friends. It could be things within your career. Just in general, like when do I feel the sense of fulfillment? You know, for me, it's like a great conversation with a friend. It's making a yummy latte. It is channeling something. Anytime I channel, anytime I do an energy healing session, you know, like all these little things. Uh, when I journal in the morning and I pull cards, like I feel this sense of fulfillment. It comes in all different types of forms. And so I think about if I want to keep that energy running in my life, how can I start to implement those things into my daily routine, you know, and thinking about like, this is even just like productivity and feeling good and, and staying, I don't even want to say motivated, but whatever, like during the day, what, what can I do today that will make me feel at the end of the day, like, wow, I felt fulfilled today. And how can I start making sure that's getting added into my day every single day? And it can start with all of the little things that bring you fulfillment. You know, maybe it's every time I have a good conversation with a friend or I read a book, I just feel the sense of peace, of satisfaction, of fulfillment. So start reading your book every night, you know, start, uh, writing, right? Start journaling, start like have that chat with a friend. What can you build into your schedule? So you feel that sense of fulfillment. And that is going to keep that frequency running in your life, which helps you connect with it more and be very clear on, is this in alignment with that vibration or not when it comes to the bigger things and when it comes to your mission? Because a lot of the mission gets fulfilled accidentally, (laughs) It's not that you need to know the entire plan. It's just that you need to know the next step. And often the next step is not something that you think is even connected to your mission. So when you keep following your intuition, your soul desire, and you just take one step at a time and you notice, well, I'm feeling fulfilled here. I'm feeling satisfied. This is, this just feels correct for me. (laughs) It feels in alignment. I don't even know why. You don't realize, but as you're going, you keep just taking steps that are steps to fulfilling the mission. And then you look back, you know, in five years and you're like, whoa, I did all those things just because they brought me joy and fulfillment and I desired to do them. And I was following the synchronicities and alignment and my intuition and holy shit, it all just kind of strung together to create this necklace that is me fulfilling my mission. So listen to your intuition. Those are a few things, big picture. It's also paying attention to what are you naturally good at? What are you naturally coded for? These can be very tangible skills that you're really good at. Once again, following your passions and your desires, but it can also just be like energies that you can bring, you know? And I think that something that people really overlook is how unique their energetic signature is. So, I can look at someone and just tell how unique their coding is. And what people don't realize is how powerful it is just to bring that coding into every single situation. Because, you know, for example, me, I have a certain frequency that I radiate that is Christina. 
And when I go into a certain situation, other people connect with my fields, with my aura, with my coding that can unlock certain things within them and help them see things a different way, right? View things a certain way, often turns on their spiritual gifts, right? That's one thing that I'm coded for. And everybody has this ability. Everybody has this ability of shifting the people around you based on your unique coding. But the clarity of that frequency transfer is going to depend on are you living in alignment or not? Are you following your joy? Like, are you on mission? Are you on track? And people who are really on mission, like they have a certain feel, right? You can just feel like, oh shit, that person is doing what they are here to do, right? You you see that speaker on the stage, you see a singer on the stage, you see that person, you know, maybe you're, you're walking by and someone's playing guitar on the side of the road and it's like, whoa, that, that was a vibe, <laughs> That happens to me all the time. Uh, like I'll be, you know, there'll be people um, performing different areas just outside and they're just doing it because they love it and they have one of those, you know, they have their guitar case open or whatever for money and I'll just walk by and like feel the energy because you can just tell when someone is so in flow, like that's their version of channeling, right? And so what does that look like for you? That could be, you could be a really good listener. You could be really good at holding space, really good at reflecting things back to people. You could be activating people in terms of your excitement for life, your zest for life. Like the thing is that so much of what we're here to do and how we help people and support people and change the planet, it's just so natural to us that we're overlooking it. Like it's the most natural thing. It really is as simple as you being you, like the real you is the thing that unlocks everything else. When you are the real you you're going to receive opportunities. You're going to be connected with different people. You're going to be basically just like brought along the path that you're meant to be on. You're going to activate who you are here to activate. It's all going to sort itself out when you are simply just being the most you possible. So instead of thinking about what is my mission? What is my purpose? The question really is, who am I today, right now? Because the mission can update who you are can update, can be expanded. It can feel a little bit different every day. It's about expanding it out and really understanding our multidimensionality. This is about remembering, remembering who I am, right? Remembering the things that when I was a little kid, I loved to do. When we're children, we're just so connected to our true soul essence. And it's really cool to look at how kids play and I'm sure the things that I like to play with and the ways that I liked to play as a child, what I naturally gravitated toward is different than other kids. And there's a reason why I gravitated towards certain things. There's a reason why when I played with my dolls, I would create certain scenarios, right? There's a reason why I spent all my time reading to all my stuffed animals or giving fake speeches in my bedroom (laughs) when I was a kid, right? Pretending I could read when I was one, two years old, like it's not a coincidence and look where I'm at right now and what I do now. So even getting back in touch with that inner child, right? Like when you follow your inner child, when you start to remember yourself, when you were a child, you're reconnecting with who you really are. So once again, we're getting back to remembering. So I want to talk about I don't know. This might not be linear, but it is what it is. Some of the some of the really big themes from this weekend that I think are really 
great reflection points for everybody because this is so relevant. Like if you're here, you're, you're craving to be in alignment, right? And like fulfill the mission and do the damn thing. And I think a lot of people are just feeling really confused right now because so much is recalibrating. I'm hearing this from all kinds of people just feeling like they've been in that void and they've been, they've been feeling like, okay, things have changed. I've gotten a lot of new information. Everything's just shifted, but I don't really know exactly where I'm going next, or I kind of have an idea, but I don't understand what the tangibles are. Like something is just off. It's that kind of feeling of being in that in-between. And when we are in that in-between, that is a space to really just explore who we are. Going back to the remembering, it's a time to see what the universe sends our way right? And really just be in receiving and curiosity and in our intuition and not try and force something, but notice what comes our way, trying things to see what sparks our curiosity. And it's this really beautiful place of letting all of the energies shift and then coming at it from an energy of like, what do I want to create next? What do I, what do I want to create next? And like, who is the version of me that's just come out of that portal? Because you did change. And because so much is shifting right now, we have to let all of that shake itself out and just allow ourselves to, you know, for me, it's like being a generator and living in response. And just notice what the universe is sending us to respond to. And whether you are a generator in human design or not, like the universe is always sending us opportunities, everybody, uh, and things to look at and to respond to. And, And it goes back to, you know, the universe is your menu. What do you want to order? What do you want to manifest? What ingredients do I want to put together? What do you want to try out? <laughs> right? We're seeing all of these different options of possibilities because we are all one. We're all reflections of each other. So if you're feeling that way, you're not making it up. You're not making it up. Okay. The other side of this is though, where are we getting really, really caught in judgment? And I feel like this is a really common thing that I see with clients and people who are really mission oriented and driven is just being really hard on themselves and judging themselves and judging where they're supposed to be at. And what can happen is you can be such a star seed and here for a mission and you're trying to figure it out and you accidentally slip into back into like the 3D better than worse than even kind of like corporate nine to five mindset where you're judging yourself and you're thinking that you're not where you're supposed to be at, right? And it's a lot of this like getting caught up in the things don't necess- that don't necessarily matter or the things that you don't necessarily have to like figure out right now. I actually, oh man, I wish I had the card. I, I pulled a card, one of the affirmation cards from the new products coming out soon. I'm super excited. Quartz products are coming out very soon. But I pulled a card this morning from the affirmation deck. I do it every day. It has an affirmation and a reflection question. And the reflection question was something along the lines of, I should have brought the card up here, but it was something along the lines of, what would it look like for me to move forward without needing full clarity on what my next steps were? we're going to be essentially. So basically the idea was what would it look like for me to be okay with not having all the clarity I think I want right now? The clarity that my ego thinks it needs because my ego is scared and trying to sort it all out. But to really live in the present moment and to really co-create with the universe and to really manifest and to really take quantum leaps, we're taking one step at a time. We're being fully present and grounded and 
it's it's very similar to how it's just getting harder and harder to predict things psychically on on a global level just because so many timelines have been shifting so quickly so the highest probability timeline can change like morning the morning I was gonna say morning tonight but even faster than that um sometimes like what your next steps are going to be can be shifting that quickly as well personally. So what if I just didn't need all the clarity that I thought I needed? And where am I majoring in the minors? Like where am I getting so caught up in all of the little stuff instead of just really anchoring into the feeling vibrationally and getting so familiar with that and getting really clear on like the the big picture of how I want to feel and what it's going to look like and then letting myself be led one step at a time. This has been something that you know, as always, like I learned so much from everything that I channel. I learned so much from every client I have. And like, I, you know, I took away a lot from this retreat as well. The things that will just come through because of what the guys are saying. I'm like, damn, I needed to hear that, you know? And this actually happened this morning for me as well, where I was kind of mapping out some things. I woke up and I got a bunch of downloads business-wise and I was mapping some things out and I had some like blank spaces that I wanted to fill in and I'm, I was trying to tap into it and they, my guides were just like no 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 <laughs> like you don't need to know it and I was like why and they're like you don't need to know it we already gave you these three action items and you haven't done them yet and I was like they don't say it like that but I mean kind of <laughs> it's their reflections to me and I respond well to tough love an aggressive communication, <laughs> but they were, they were, they just kept pushing me, you know, cause I'm trying to grab in and they're like, we're not giving it to you. You haven't done these three things. We gave you three things. Just focus on the first one and see how that shifts you. And you know what? That's the pickle I've gotten myself in my whole life is I want to know things five steps ahead. And then I start to plan things out five steps ahead, but I complete step one and I've shifted so much through step one that I don't even want to do steps two through five anymore. And the most aligned steps two through steps two through five. That's what I'm trying to say the most aligned next steps have changed because I changed through step one. So it's really a reminder for me. And I'm sure I'm not the only one of like, just what is the main thing I have to do right now? Because when I focus on that and I do that thing, then the next door unlocks and I'm trying to figure out, you know, where the key is for a room that I have to go through five rooms to get to. It's just irrelevant. And I think a lot of that is the way that we hide a lot of that is a way that we procrastinate and put off doing the first step because we know that things are going to change. We know that things are going to shift. So it's a way that we hold ourselves back and kind of self-sabotage because then we just we just never move forward because we think, oh, I need to know one, two, three, four, five. And so we never move forward because we never get two, three, four, five. And really, we're just scared of one and, and who we're going to become through that process. So I've been talking a lot about how I have massively cut down on caffeine and it's helped me just feel a lot better. And I want to give a shout out to some of the products that have helped make that transition super easy, including Organifi Pure. I know I talk about green juice all the time and it's a daily staple for me, always will be, I'm obsessed, but Organifi Pure, I feel like doesn't get enough love. It's a clinically proven cognitive enhancement lemonade designed for increasing your mental focus instantly. You just mix it with water and you're good to go. It's all natural, 100% 
USDA certified organic. It contains 11 superfoods and compounds for brain health and mental performance. And I seriously immediately noticed a difference. I love that it gives me that mental clarity without any of the jitters or other effects from caffeine. Organifi Pure contains ingredients like lion's mane mushroom, which we know is incredible for helping to increase neurogenesis in the brain. Neurogenesis is the creation of new brain cells. I have talked about lion's mane a lot when it comes to improving cognitive function and focus and memory. Pure also contains Neurofactor, a compound isolated from organic coffee berries. Clinical research shows that it increases BDNF up to 206%. BDNF is brain-derived neurotrophic factor, a protein in the brain that's responsible for increasing memory, learning, and the survival of brain cells. But here's the thing, it just tastes really good. Like if you like the taste of lemonade, it tastes like a tart lemonade that's not overly sugary. It tastes so good. I love to have it in the morning. I just immediately get this mental clarity. I feel sharp. I feel on point. If you ever watch me on YouTube and I seem extra spicy, I probably had Pure before I jumped on camera. So Pure has been top of my list and I'm going to give another shout out to Organifi. Harmony, Pure is the cold drink. Harmony is the warm drink. I have this every single day. It's this amazing cacao blend. It just tastes like hot chocolate. I literally just mix it with hot water and it's designed to help balance and support your hormones. If you've been dealing with any PMS symptoms or any other signs of hormonal imbalance, check this out. Or if you're just a chocolate addict like me, because let's be honest, I would drink this even if it didn't have healthy ingredients. But Harmony has ingredients like maca, cacao, obviously, chase tree berry, shatavari, stinging nettle, like everything in my acupuncturist wanted me to take separately. So I love that I can have it really conveniently all in this beverage that I would want to drink anyway. And I want to highlight this because I've been talking to a lot of people in my community who have been expressing that their periods have been really bizarre in the last year or so. There's a lot shifting vibrationally and with the planets and, you know, a whole other conversation, but periods being off and weird and weird PMS symptoms, even when you're doing everything quote right, has been just really common. And drinking Harmony consistently for me has really just helped to regulate my body. And I feel so much better when I do. Plus it tastes amazing. So if you want to get your hands on Harmony, Pure, or any of Organifi's other incredible products, because Organifi makes up 90% of what I put into my body, just head to Organifi.com slash CTC. That's spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash CTC. And that code will get you 20% off. Why is it so scary for us to live as our most authentic selves? Why is it so scary for us to live our mission? A few things they're saying. <laughs> I'm like genuinely asking that. I'm like, what is, what is this bullshit? <laughs> what is this bullshit? Um, what are the guides saying? One is, a, uh, you're, there's quite a few things. We're afraid of who we're going to let down. We're, we're afraid of relationships changing and how that's going to make other people feel. We're afraid people are going to judge us. We're afraid we're going to fail and we're not going to be good enough. We are not used to that. We're not used to that vibration and how good it feels and how just like high vibe and in alignment it is. We're afraid people are going to judge us for feeling that good. We're still living in the beliefs that it can't be that good and we always need to have those problems. Otherwise, you know, like think about all the projections that people throw on people where they think everything's all together for them. And then 
other and then people know that so then they're like oh no I don't have it all together I have my problems too and it's like why why do you even say that like do you actually feel that or are you saying that just so other people don't feel uncomfortable that you're so happy oof oof yeah (laughs) but they're comparing it to love which going back to just love and what people think is love and the relationships they think are loving and they're really not. They're not, and by that I mean, maybe that's what you call love, but that's not the divine definition, the actual frequency of love. A lot of people keep attracting in or they stay in or they only experience relationships that are at a lower vibration. They're not actually calibrated to the frequency of divine love. Maybe they're toxic relationships or unhealthy relationships and people move through their entire lives with those types of relationships and they just think that's normal. They're very used to it. And then maybe they they meet someone, maybe it's a new friend or maybe it's someone they go on a date with. They meet somebody who's actually carrying that vibrational frequency and that coding of love and it's very triggering. It feels unsafe to that person because our nervous system has calibrated to what we are used to, right? We know this is a big reason why people will keep dating people where it's a toxic relationship. They keep getting back into these patterns because their nervous system is actually so attuned to chaos, to to those toxic patterns that when they come in contact with somebody who is stable, who is kind, who is genuinely loving, their nervous system is like, oh my God, this isn't safe. What is this? What's going on here? And they run away. And we do the same thing when we get closer to our mission. You know, I really think it's important for us to remember. I don't know if I, if I said this on the podcast or a YouTube video. I don't know anymore. It doesn't really matter because I need to hear it multiple times. I think it's fascinating how so often our mission is the thing that we have the most resistance to. Like, People will do everything to avoid their real mission or why they're really here because they're afraid of all of those things I, I just mentioned, the guides just mentioned. They're afraid. And the other piece is it's just hitting all of our edges and that's why it's our mission. You know, we came here with this certain mission, something to do that was meant to challenge us and, and allow us to grow. The soul wants that. The soul is just trying to add to its evolution, you know? And so it's like, okay, this is, this is hitting my edges. This is expanding me. This is, this is my soul learning and teaching, and this is me getting stretched. And that's why it's part of it. I think that's a really misunderstood thing. A lot of people, they think that, and, and this is nuanced, right? So it's your mission is easy and flow in that when you're doing it, it's like, I was born for this. It's just flowing through me. It doesn't feel like work or effort. It's like, I just naturally, I'm, this is where I'm supposed to be. This feels right for me. It's so in so in flow. I have all the energy for this, like like that feeling of home, right? But it can be a lot of procrastinating actually doing it. And so what we're looking at is is that soul resistance or ego resistance. Because it's not that the soul is resisting it, it's that the ego is resisting it. And that's something to think about, right? Like the thing that feels that feels so right for you that you love doing, but feels so sticky for your ego. And maybe you're putting it off. You're trying to avoid it. You know, you're afraid of what other people are going to think. Like there's a reason that's your mission. You get, you get to overcome that. You get to unchain yourself from that fear 
You get to, you get to liberate yourself from that fear and actually live in a way that feels fully aligned where you are fully in joy, where you, where you're excited every day, like you're living love. That is only on the other side of breaking through all of these fears that we have that are keeping us stuck because you're not fully free if you're still living in that fear, right? So understanding that is really important to allowing ourselves to live the mission. And on the other side of that is like, yeah, it really can be that easy. Like it really can be that easy. It's the thing that you're naturally coded for. So once again, like where are you judging yourself and where you're supposed to be at? And what if exactly where you are right now is perfectly in alignment with the journey that you're meant to be having? Where are you judging yourself compared to other people? This was a really big theme that came up a lot around needing permission, wanting external validation, comparing ourselves to other people, asking permission from other people. The question that the guides brought up, which I didn't even say, I didn't even say at the retreat, but I had, I woke up Sunday and this was the, or Saturday. And this was the first thing that they said. They said, this is the question. Where, what do you want gold stars for? Where are you still looking for gold stars? And I thought, shit. Because right? we got to look at this energy of like, what am I, what do I want to be recognized for? I could be recognized as the most expert, skilled, incredible, I don't know. Um, I can't even, I don't even know. Um, I mean, I guess entrepreneur. I'll just say that. <laughs> I am an entrepreneur, but if my like, what, what I was respected and recognized for was just being this incredible entrepreneur, that would be nice, but that wouldn't be enough for me in terms of like my soul wouldn't be like, well, that's not quite it. I'm not, I'm not, well, because, because I would feel on a soul level, I wasn't fully seen, right? So your soul is looking to feel fully seen for your authentic truth, which means we have to actually live our most authentic truth for people to be able to see that. But the point is people think that they're looking for external validation. They want people to see them and recognize them. It's not that you're looking just for external validation because you could get it from someone and still just feel dissatisfied. It still will feel like it's not enough. That could be because of the person it's from, but also what it's for. And just when you can tell vibration, this person isn't really seeing the real me, but it's like, what, what you're really looking for is to, is to be recognized and to be seen living in your real gifts and doing the thing that you are really here to do. So what is it that you, that you're really looking to be recognized for? And are you recognizing yourself? Our external reality is just a reflection of our internal reality. So what are we looking for validation for? A lot of the decisions that people get caught up in are because of what are other people going to think? I mean, when you really peel back the layers of how many choices people make on a daily basis, because it will impact what other people will think, you know, whether that is like just public random people, whether that is your friends, whether that is your parents or your children or your partner or just general people, maybe people you might date. Like, I don't know, new people, people, you don't even know. A lot of people don't even know. If I ask them, well, who, so whose validation are you really looking for? Like, why are you doing all this? Who is this for? 
you know, or people will be like, I'm afraid they're going to, people are going to judge me. I'm like, who, who exactly? Like, let's get really specific here. And sometimes it's, it's this realization of, of, I don't even know who. And sometimes it's the realization of, okay, in my head, I'm, I'm making up this story that it's all these people are going to judge me when really it's this one person. It's somebody in my family. It's one of my friends. And now we can actually get to the root of what you're really afraid of is what's going to happen with that specific relationship. Like, this is the thing. If you living your mission and living with this energy of fulfillment and peace and joy every day leads to, (laughs) as a byproduct, a relationship falls apart or gets strained, what is that telling you about the frequency of the relationship? The relationships that are really meant to be in your life, that are really for you, are going to be in alignment with you living your mission. So ask yourself, who am I looking for gold stars from? And what am I doing in my life to get gold stars? The big theme we were looking at here was convincing people. Like, where am I trying to convince people? It is so much energy to convince people. This was a promise I made to myself when I was 20, where I decided I was never going to convince people again. My whole life, I've just been someone who, I mean, I didn't realize I was psychic, you know, but like I just knew shit. And it was this constant cycle of me calling things out, me being correct, everybody getting upset, people saying I was wrong, blah, blah, blah. And I was right. (laughs) And and then when I went through a lot of my health issues when I was in college, it was just years of being told I was making it up, I was lying, just being gaslit about my experiences. And then, you know, finally, finally someone run, runs the right test and yes, I was correct. There's something going on. I'm not making this up. You know, and it was really during that experience that I I just decided I'm not going to convince people because I had I had to really look at my energy and it was a very physical thing for me. I had such low energy. My body was completely falling apart. My organs were shutting down. I lost so much weight and I could barely think I could barely function. I mean, it took all my energy just to walk down a set of stairs. Like I had such little energy and I suddenly realized how many people in my life were unintentionally asking me to convince them, asking me to prove things to them. And I realized this pattern came up all the time. They asked me to prove you know, whatever, like prove something I thought, prove an opinion I had, uh, prove something I was going through, prove uh, my, my my loyalty or my love, whatever. It was like always this energy of trying to get me to convince them. And I just decided I'm not doing this anymore. Literally can't. I don't, I don't have the energy for it. Right. And I, I felt that so intensely with different doctors I was seeing where everybody like It was like I had to convince people to take me seriously and they still wouldn't. And I realized, wow, this is such a waste of my time because if somebody is going into this wanting me to convince them, I can, I I, I can be sure I'm never going to. (laughs) There's a difference between asking questions because of genuine curiosity and wanting to understand versus wanting someone to convince you. And, you know, that was a really valuable skill, helped me a lot in business. A lot of people go through business trying to convince people, trying to convince people to believe in them, trying to convince people to purchase. It's such a low frequency energy and it's such a waste of energy, honestly. And this is really important for mission because where are you trying to convince people that you're really good at what you do or 
the thing you're really here to do is this other thing? Or were you trying to convince people that you making this big life shift is actually a good idea? It's really tied into where we're looking for external validation. And a lot of people will wait until they get that external validation or other people's permission. And they're trying to convince those people to give the permission. And I just want you to like feel into the vibration of that. Right? Like if I'm telling you, this is what I'm here to do. This makes me happy. This is what I want to explore. And you're coming at me with this energy of like, I don't think so. Like, I don't really believe it, blah, blah, blah. And you're asking me to convince you about why this is making me happy. I mean, I don't know that I want to be friends. And I didn't realize that until I had a huge change in friends where I realized I used to always have to convince my friends of things. And now the friends in my life, like if I tell them anything, they don't, I don't have to justify it to them. Like, great, cool. Glad that makes you happy. Go for it. Can't wait to see what happens. Like no one cares. All that people care about is that I'm happy. They're not trying to make me convince them. Where are you still trying to convince people that you're good enough, that you have that gift? If people want you to convince them, they probably don't have the capacity to really see you or to really receive you. That's the thing. It's like if somebody comes to me and they're trying to make me convince them that I'm intuitive, I have no interest in it. (laughs) It's a waste of my energy. I'm just going to communicate with people and serve people who can already see me and have the capacity to receive me. Because if somebody's stuck on like they don't even really believe in the stuff I do, like we can't even have a productive conversation. I'm not the person that's going to convince you. And living in convincing energy is usually the thing that pushes people away to begin with, right? Like you can't convince someone or force somebody to want things for themselves or to see it your way or to to want to heal or whatever it is. You just got to live your life and people are going to watch you fulfill your mission, live your magic, heal yourself, whatever it is. And then that will inspire them. It's that rebel within all of us, Right. So where am I still trying to convince people? And this was the question, what would it look like for me to not? Like what what would you actually do differently if you didn't have to convince people of anything anymore? This is like peeling off the layers of everybody else's judgment and projections and what we think we should do, what we think we shouldn't be doing and getting to the root of like, what do I really feel? What do I really feel? The other thing is recognizing that whatever we think is possible and whatever we think is normal is going to be dependent on what we've been around and what we've learned. And a lot of us are trying to pull from the filing system that is our brains and our previous experience. That's where ego pulls from. But what if we actually started tapping into the soul level? What if we actually started to expand out into, well, what else is possible that I haven't yet touched in this reality? on a conscious level. Whatever you think is normal, right? The things that I think are normal, the things that I think that people, everyone does this. Oh yeah, this is normal to eat this at breakfast. Uh, This is normal to do when you hang out with your friends. Oh, this is the normal type of conversation people have. Like the things that have just become normalized or this is what people wear. That's all dependent on who I grew up around, who I spend time around, where I live right now. Like I am in my own bubble, right? We all have a bubble. We all have a bubble. And so if I'm not happy in in the dynamic here, something's feeling off, you get to just set your intention to expand out that bubble and start to be around different people. And, and that's the thing that I think 
like I really always take away from retreats I hold. It's so powerful for people to get out of their space, go to a totally new environment, which I really believe for everybody is one of the easiest ways to gain clarity and to shift patterns, to shift habits, to get, because we're getting the energy moving, right? You're like moving the energy already. You're in a different place. It's going to unlock different codes. You're around totally different people. When you keep going to the same places, when you're staying in the same place, when you're hanging out with the same people, when you are having the same types of conversations, like there aren't really any new vibrations that are unlocking new codes within you or new levels of awareness. And so it's really helpful to get out of your space, go into a different place that's really going to get you in this energy of newness and different that opens up the space for you to actually unlock that inner knowing, right? So if you're right now in a place where you're looking for clarity, you're looking for answers, or you're just feeling like, I got to get out of this void, change your space. Maybe go on a weekend trip, go to a new restaurant you haven't been to, like go to a different coffee shop in your own city, do something very different. What kind of event could you go to to be around very different people? It's super helpful to be around very different people than you usually are around so that you can have different conversations. It's sort of like, I always feel this uh, with like movies, movies for sure, or even just like inspo. Like, Like I, in business, people are, often surprised to hear this, but I get most of my business inspiration from like other industries. Like I'm always looking at other industries if I want business inspiration to see what I can pull into mine. I'm not going to look at what other people in my, my field are doing because it's already been done. It's not going to unlock like a new code for me. Right. So I have the same thing when I watch different types of movies. If I'm always watching rom-coms, which let's be honest, I love to always watch rom-coms. I'm, I'm in this similar frequency at similar types of conversations. If I watch a totally different type of film, now I've just gotten into a very different space vibrationally and, and I'm getting so much more inspiration. Like it could just unlock different things that I hadn't thought of before. And one of the, the most powerful things about retreats and, and you can have the same type of experience when you step into like a mastermind or a group program or just something where you're around very different people and you are in this container in this space where something new is going to come up because you're around different types of people suddenly this opens up your brain your mind to totally different possibilities that you didn't realize before so I feel like one of the most helpful things for all of us is just hearing about different people's experiences like hearing about other people's experiences and their mindset like oh I did this because this well I think about it this way that in itself is so expansive and one of the most valuable things we can do for ourselves, just learning from different types of people, whether or not it resonates for you, but just realizing I didn't even know that way of thinking about it existed. Like a lot of these conversations around money, a lot of people were like, wait, I literally just like never thought of it that way. And no one I know thinks of it that way. You don't know what you don't know. We're all like that, right? I hear things all the time. I'm like, whoa, you know, the guides say stuff all the time. I'm like, whoa, I didn't ever think about it that way. Like, I don't know what I don't know. Or, you know, I, it's like this simple thing of, you know, when I realized I could eat whatever food I wanted for breakfast, I didn't have to eat breakfast food. It's like, whoa, I never even thought of that. It's so obvious, you know, things like that. Hearing other people, hearing their experiences, seeing different examples, and that is just helping to stretch your brain a little bit. So you realize, wait, I've only been choosing from these limited ideas, possibilities, things I've experienced before, instead of 
this realm of infinite possibility that I have yet to discover, right? So my point is like, there's always a different environment that you could be in. There's always a different bubble, right? The things that I think are very normal would be very odd and strange and like, no, what? To somebody else. And so it's super valuable for me to get out of my bubble, to expand my bubble, to talk to different types of people, to learn from different types of life experiences, to learn about, you know, different cultures and different ways of doing things and different mindsets. Like just learn about all of that because it helps my brain stay plastic. Helps my energy stay plastic. I'll use that word again. (laughs) This is energetic flexibility as I talk about in manifestation mastery, right? And so if a lot of people feel really alone. A lot of people feel like, and this is one of the fears that comes up with their mission, like I'm going to be doing this by myself. I have to do it all alone. I am going to be judged. No one's going to understand it because I'm shifting a paradigm because I'm a leader here. And it's like, to be honest, I can promise that you're not actually alone. And there are people who would get it. You're just not in the bubble with them, but you can set the intention to be in the bubble with them. And then we get to, well, where is it serving me to live in the illusion that I'm alone? And that I'm the only one who gets it. It's like, I think a big one for me is when I'm like, literally all my friends are psychic. <laughs> like, it's a very normal thing. We're all talking about our spirit guides. Everybody's psychic. Like, we're all reading contracts. Like, that's like a very normal thing for me in my bubble. I recognize that other people, they're like, what? That exists? You know, or a really common one is like that most of my friends don't drink. It's like the, the normal thing in my circle is not drinking. And that's because I am in a bubble where that's it, right? So my point is if you want to make a life shift, if you want to feel more comfortable with the changes you want to make, for example, let's say you want to start an exercise routine and none of your friends work out and none of your family works out and you feel all the resistance to making that shift, expand your bubble and start finding people where working out is just the normal thing and the normal thing that everybody does every day. Because now it's like, oh, okay, this isn't weird. And now I've just broken past some of the resistance there, right? There's always a different environment you could step into. You just have to be willing to explore and you have to be willing to accept that like what you want to exist exists somewhere. But are you, are you going to keep complaining that you feel alone and no one gets it? Or are you going to find the other people who do get it because they, they do exist? And a lot of this is just having the conscious intention and telling the universe, okay, I'm ready and available for this. <laughs> so, man, there's a lot I, I, I could say, but I think that that feels like full cup for me because I'm sure there's a lot of things to think about there. We are being pushed to live our mission and you might be really surprised about the life shifts that you get to make and how, how good it gets to feel. And I feel a lot of people right now, like feel that things are feeling amazing. They're feeling really good. And I would challenge you, like, what if they could feel even better though? And if there are, if there are themes popping up in your reality, like this is just a human experience. Those are things to look at. I think there's going to be a lot of people coming into our realities that seem to come out of nowhere and are super important for our mission. New, a lot of new contracts are coming in. A lot of like spiritual guides in, in human form. And that could, that's probably going to be many people, even if they don't 
you know, have the persona of being spiritual, people who are really going to illuminate things for you. But pay attention to where you're ready to step into this next leg of your mission and where you are ready to claim that you want to feel fulfilled every single day of your life, right? And what it takes to really live the mission is for us to look at our own stuff and realize where am I overcomplicating this? Where am I waiting for other people to tell me it's okay to go? And are the people around me even going to ever tell me that? Are they going to? And why do I need that? And where is that indicating to me that I'm not fully trusting in myself? Right? So a lot of what this this journey indicates for us is where we are still outsourcing, where we are prioritizing other people's comforts over our own, and where we're trusting other people's judgment over our own. And this is about trusting yourself. And this is about claiming, committing, claiming and committing to living a life that you love. (laughs) We're doing the damn thing every day. And every day you're like, yes, I'm getting in bed feeling fulfilled and satisfied. That's what you came here to do. And settling is going to be not possible. It's going to be painful at this time. No more settling. So those are some thoughts on soul purpose mission. I hope this was helpful. I am really excited for more in-person experiences coming up throughout the year. They're just so powerful and so magical. And yeah, words really just can't describe, describe it. Like the thing is, people think that transformation has to take a long time. And I look at what can happen in literally two days. And those two days felt like a year in a good way. Like the level of transformation that happens is it's like a year's worth of, of quote work. It can happen so fast. Your life can change so quickly. You just have to allow it to, and you just have to put yourself in the position for it to, right? That's a, a big reason why a lot of people hesitate to step into a retreat situation or a coaching container or mentorship, even like the channel collective, because there's a piece of you that knows, oh shit, I'm going to learn some things about myself. I'm going to have some truths that come to light and I can't unknow that. But is it really serving you to stay in the dark? Probably not. The truth is liberation and the truth is love. I feel that deeply to my core. So if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to take a screenshot, share it to social media, tag me at Christina, the channel and at Christina, the channel podcast. So we can repost you and say, thank you. It always means the world when you share the episodes. And if you have a question or a topic that you want me to talk about or channel about, please submit that at Christina, the channel.com slash pod P O D. That's super helpful for us in channeling episodes and for me in Q and a episodes. So I always appreciate that. And any feedback on episodes that you really enjoy, what you would like to see more of. I always really, really appreciate that because you know, I create this, we create this, the team that produces this Uh, just to be helpful. So I really hope it's serving you. And I'm also committed to it also being super fun for me. And so I love when that happens. That's the only way to do it. So super fun for me. I am grateful for you all here and excited for you to align with the mission. That's going to be it for today's show. Thank you again so much for tuning in. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll chat with you again very soon.